Today, I'll be trying on my Gucci identity. It's gonna be lit. We may be young, but we got a lot to say. We have ideas, opinions, hopes, dreams. We see our world. Everything that's good about it. And we see what needs to change. Change, change, change. So we're stepping up, learning to lead, speaking up, speaking out, and making our voices heard. Because we are the leaders of tomorrow. And we want you to hear us today. Welcome to the Finding Our Voice podcast. Today's episode is on identity. While we were working on this episode, I came up with this fun analogy about the worth of a human life. So for a second, let's talk about a penny. Even if a penny is really dirty or really old, really clean or shiny, it's still worth one cent. What if I'm a brand new penny and I'm super shiny and super clean? Am I worth more? Not really. A penny is still a penny and it always will be a penny. You might be wondering what we're talking about and we'll get there. But first, my name is Quinn. My name is Anna. And I'm Alex. Welcome back to Finding Our Voice. As Alex was saying, today's episode is about identity. How would you define identity? I think that identity is who you are. I mean, that's a given, but I think it's made up of your experiences. It's a little bit how your brain is wired, but I think it's mostly your experiences that make up your identity. Yeah, I agree with that. I also think that identity is kind of a subjective thing, but it matters who you think you are and who you perceive yourself as, but it also is a factor of who others perceive you as. Identity is defined by your actions. Well, what if I act one way when I'm at home and one way when I'm with friends? As kids and teens, especially, we don't really know what our identity is. And we're learning about it every day because we're pretty impressionable. So there might be something that's like, we think is cool at one time that we try and like mimic, but another day we're like, actually, I don't like that. So just growing up and learning and growing as human beings, we just learn and figure out what we want to be as we grow up. We're constantly changing and we're just trying to figure out what's right for us. And that may take a while, but it'll be worth it. So Quinn, you got a chance to talk with Josh. What was that like? It was pretty good. He was, he was, some of the stuff he was talking about was pretty interesting and it, um, it opened up my mind too, to like my day-to-day life and made me more conscious to a lot of like things that I do and like was basing my worth on that is like in the grand scheme of things, not really as like healthy. Let's take a listen. Okay, yeah. Josh, tell us about what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a uh, motivational speaker, uh, podcast host, and uh, a mental performance and kind of life coach. I do a, a lot of, and I work a lot with teens, especially. So that's awesome. Um, what is identity like to you? That's really a great question, Quinn. I, I think identity is just the way that we see ourselves. It's kind of the image that we have of who we are. It's the way we feel about ourselves. It's kind of how we see ourselves in relation to other people and to the world and kind of just where we fit in. I think that's all kind of a part of identity and and something that we are all trying to kind of figure out and try to understand a little bit better. Um, With 
the teens you work with, what do most of them know their identity? Do they have like a, do they usually have a solid idea or is that like more of a rare occurrence? I think that's really a rare occurrence because it's, it's kind of like this age that, that most teenagers are really trying to figure that out. I remember going through that myself, um, trying to really understand who I was. For a long time, I equated myself uh, as, as a basketball player because I loved playing basketball in high school. So that's kind of how I, I saw myself and the way that I wanted everyone else to see me. But that wasn't really who I was, <laughs> you know. Identity is something that it's really taken me, and I'm still learning, I think. It, it, it takes a lifetime to really figure out. A lot of, t- a lot of ways we kind of have to strip away everything that we're not so we can really see everything that we are. And so it, it takes time and there's certainly different levels. Everybody's at different places. And there've been young people that uh, I've, I've worked with that just have a, a really good sense of, of who they are. Um, and then there's there's a lot that are just at the beginning kind of phase of trying to figure that out. And the beauty of it is it's okay wherever we are. We're all just trying to, to kind of get to that place where we really have that sense of identity. Um, but uh, it, it is a difficult thing, especially at, you know, your age trying to, to understand because there's so many things and, and messages being kind of delivered, uh, like what you should be like or, or who you should be like or what you should look like or all those kind of things. So that becomes very confusing in trying to really understand who we are, right? Working through all that that noise that's kind of being put on us. Um, With like social media and stuff, do you think that's a big like effector? Because I know yeah. there's like... A lot of kids have started to limit themselves from it because of like Instagram and stuff. I think it's great to limit uh, yourself from it because even adults struggle a lot with it. We we also need to limit ourselves with it a little bit because social media is is really the portrayal of of the best of everything. And so when we're on that a lot, it's very easy to look at that and be like, well, my life stinks because I'm not anything like that. I'm not traveling to those kind of places. I'm not eating that kind of food. I don't look like that. I don't have those kinds of things. And so it's very easy to to judge ourselves harshly and, and to also kind of mistakenly think that that's who and what we need to be in order to be happy, in order to, to really be who we are. Um, there was a study conducted recently among teenagers and about what they wanted to be when they grew up. And for and people outside the country, it's a lot of the typical like, oh, I want to be a doctor or I want to be a dentist or, you know, a surgeon or, you know, this or that. Um, one of the things that was they've we've seen a huge rise in is I want to be an influencer, right? That's kind of now where a lot of young people are moving towards because that's what they see as being successful and as being happy and, and having everything they want in life. And so now there's a shift, I think, that I'm seeing in young people equating their identity with being uh, an influencer in that way, right? Looking like them, acting like them, talking like them, being like them. And and in the end, that's not really who they are either. So that can cause a lot of problems. So social media is really kind of confusing the whole concept of, of identity. And so the more you can kind of take a break from it, uh, if possible, or utilize it in, in very small ways, I think it's going to help you get to a place where you better understand who you really are, not what everyone is telling you that you should be, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, with like, kind of like starting to find your identity, what are some ways you can, that can help you like find out who you really are? God, that's a that's a really, really good question. I think some of the best things that you can do in, in trying to find your identity and figure out who you are is 
um, kind of spend time with yourself <laughs> a little bit and uh, not be afraid to be alone necessarily. Um, try to find things that you want to do, that you like to do. A lot of it's just kind of allowing yourself to to be what and who you feel like you are, right? Um, I know for me, while I was growing up, I, I loved playing basketball, and, and and so I did that a lot. And and that became a part of my identity, and that was okay, because that, for the time, that's something that I loved. But uh, my senior season, I um, was practicing leading up to our first game, and I, I got kind of a big shot to the chest and elbow. I don't know if that caused it or not, but all of a sudden, I felt this pain in my chest, Long story short, I, I had what's called a spontaneous pneumothorax where my left lung kind of had sprung a leak. And I didn't know that it had. And so air was escaping through my lung into my chest cavity, which had nowhere to go. And so I had to go through this, this procedure to, to kind of let all that air out. And anyway, it, it kept me from really being able to play my senior season the way that I wanted to. I was able to recover and play a little bit, but I was never 100% again. So all of a sudden I had this identity crisis, right? Like, who am I? Like, this was supposed to be my senior season, all that kind of stuff. And so I had to ask some tough questions and and kind of get to a place where I was okay with not having things go the way that I wanted them to. So I think a part of what you can do as, as a young person is learn to be okay with just whatever life brings your way. And, and to accept and to understand that things aren't always going to work out. Things aren't always going to be perfect. And that's okay. And you're okay because what you do is not necessarily who you are. That you're so much more than that. If we can get past that that point, especially at a young age, you'll be so much better prepared for, for life and everything that comes at you. Because as you can ask any adult, Life does not always go the way that you think that it should. And, and so I think a part of identity is, is recognizing that you have worth um, apart from anything that happens to you, anything that you do or that you do not do. And, and just understanding that can go a long ways in, in helping you develop a true understanding of who you are. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. If you have like a, say like, um, kind of like hard to like, get along with personality or you have like bad traits or bad qualities, how can you like work through that? I think the first step is accepting that everyone has those kind of qualities, right? There's good and bad in all of us. There's things that we like, things we don't like, and that's all a part of our identity. And so I I think a a, a part of being able to get to uh, the best place that we can as individuals in, in the best identity that we have, because the reality is our identity is always evolving. It's always changing, always you know, shaping in terms of we want to improve, we want to grow, we want to develop, right? But f- first and foremost, we have to accept just who we are and love who we are, the, the good things and the bad things, the things we like, the things we don't. And as we kind of come to accept that, then I think it allows the, the door to be opened a little bit more to to try to to develop um, better qualities, maybe try to to grow in some way. If there's like I have, if you have a personality that a lot of people don't love being around, I mean that's that's okay. It's still your personality, um, but maybe you could start asking some questions like, okay, what what can I do to refine that? part of myself? How can I grow and develop as an individual? If that's something that I want to do, right, is to, to have the kind of personality that more people are comfortable being around and want to be with, then I can work on that and, and grow and develop in that way. Um, and, and that way become, you know, better as an individual and as a person 
Uh, we're always always working on those kinds of things, always trying to to refine who we are and and correct some of the things that maybe aren't the best in us. And that's okay. That's a part of, of who we are. You were talking about an identity equation before, um, and how is worth plus power equals safe. And can you talk more about that? Yeah, kind of? yeah, absolutely. I, I've just found in working with, with people, especially young people, that one of the biggest problems um, that, that we all have really is insecurity. When we don't feel secure in ourselves, <clears throat> then it leads to all kinds of different problems. And uh, the equation was worth plus power equals safety. And so when we don't feel safe, which safety is it's an intrinsic need that we all have. Every single one of us wants to and needs to feel safe because that's where we can be who we are. And so when we don't feel safe, we tend to hide who we are, right? And, and sometimes we hide that through, uh, we talked a little bit about worth grabs, <clears throat> that a person's worth is priceless, it's kind of a fixed point. There's nothing we can do to add to it. There's nothing we can do to take away from it. But sometimes, because we don't feel safe, we think, well, maybe I'll try to grab something to help me feel a little bit better about myself or feel a little more safe. And and we see all kinds of things that young people and old people, you know, older people reach for to make themselves feel better, like money or looks or, you know, uh, popularity, attention. We talked about shoes. I think we talked about, you know, boyfriend, girlfriends, those kind of things. And the idea is if, if we're not enough without those things, we'll never be enough with them. And, and so a big part of, of getting to that place where we are really able to be ourselves is learning to not have our worth and our identity tied to things outside of ourselves. Because everything outside of ourself eventually is kind of designed to fade away or to go or to break down or to leave. It just won't last. And so our worth and our identity has to come from inside it can't come from the outside. And, and then the, the power component that we talked about is that we always have a choice. We always have power, right? In any situation, we may not always be able to choose the consequences of our choices, but we always have the power to, to choose how we accept those, those situations or consequences, right? Um, and so we always have, have a choice, uh, our attitude and, and how we handle things. And when we use our power in the right way, um, or we don't try to take other people's power, or we don't give our power away in unhealthy ways to, to people. All those those two things can help us to to just feel safe and to better be ourselves. I think and so. That's what that whole equation was was about. And again, when I've run into problems with with people and struggling in life, it's always come down to they haven't felt safe. And so they've either tried to get their worth from things outside of themselves or they've used their power in, in inappropriate ways that, that just doesn't work in the end. But when we can get all those things in alignment, then that's where we really can feel safe, which means we can be ourselves. Is there any last like messages or things you want to get across to our listeners that may be feeling like lost and searching for themselves right now? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I think the message that I would say to anybody that's really struggling with, with who they are is to first and foremost understand that your worth is priceless. It is absolutely priceless. And this world is better with you in it. We are all better with you in it. That's one of the things that makes this world so great is that we're all so unique. We've been made that way. None, none of us have the same fingerprints, the, the same footprints, the same shape of ears, the same eyes, the same shape of mouth, nose. I mean, all of us, there's, there's uniqueness to us, and that's what makes the world really so great. And so understand that, that who you are 
is perfect, just the way that you are, and that we need you um, so much to be a part of this world and a part of us, that we're better with you in it. And as you can kind of come to feel that from us, hopefully you can begin to feel it from yourself. So one of the things that I love that you guys are doing in, in doing this is you're going out and basically sharing that message that, uh, that you are loved, that you're accepted and helping them feel that through the power of, of music. And so, um, and I think that's one of the things that I, I also recognized in my life, especially lately when I've gone through some hard things, I started to feel bad about myself is I don't know why it works, but it does that one of the best ways I think I mentioned to you guys to feel better about ourselves is to help somebody else feel better for whatever reason that increases my feeling of worth. Uh, it helps me to recognize who I really am and to love who I am because I made a difference in somebody else's life. And so it's really easy to get caught up focusing on our, our problems, our uh, shortcomings, what we don't like about ourselves, And it, the more we focus on those things, the more problems that that continues to create. And so when I work with young people, one of the things I tell them to start doing right away is, is well, I guess two things. One, start focusing on gratitude. Get a gratitude journal and just start writing all the things that you love about each day. Every day at the end of the day, write at least three things that you just love about and you're grateful for from your day. Um, and then two, look for ways to lift other people. And I found that when, when individuals do that consistently, that practice of daily gratitude helps them begin to stop looking at everything that they don't have and everything that they're not. And it helps them to, to see everything that they do have and everything that they are. And then the more that they lift other people, the better they feel about themselves. Speaking of working out, it's kind of like a muscle. It's kind of like building muscle. You can't just write down three things one night and suddenly you're, everything's great in life and you just feel so good, right? But if you do that consistently and you do it over time, just kind of like with exercising, you get stronger at it and your mind will naturally shift towards looking at the negative and seeing yourself in a negative light to looking at life and everyone else and yourself in a positive light because you've focused on that. You've spent time doing that. You've put the reps in to kind of develop that that ability of daily practice of gratitude. So that's probably one of the things I would say to, to do the most and to start with is just practice gratitude each day. Awesome. Awesome. That was, that was a lot. I learned a lot today. And I think that everyone else too did. Um, thank you so much for um, coming and talking to us. Absolutely. Absolutely. My pleasure to, to be here. Thanks for having me and just keep up the, the great work. You guys are amazing. Thank you. It's time for Random Facts, the part of our episode where we share random stuff about this week's topic. Hi, it's Anna with a few fun facts about identity. Number one, do birds know they're birds? Yes, social flocks such as blue jays and American crows recognize their parents, siblings, and offspring. Number two, why do people steal others' identities? Answer, to fund other crimes and other illegal activities. Number three, how do others boost their identities? Answer, many people feel like they are identified by their possessions, such as cars, money, houses, and friends. Four, how do our actions make us who we are? Well, your actions define your character and how others see you. Number five, 
Why do your thoughts affect your identity? Answer, they directly influence how you feel and how you act. Number six, what is identity or the definition of identity? The definition is the fact of being who you are or what a person or thing is. So I guess what Josh was talking about is how a human life's worth can't be taken away from or added to, just like a penny. A penny can't suddenly become 25 cents just because it's clean or shiny or dresses nicer. However, the difference between a human life and a penny is that a penny is worth one cent and a human life is the most valuable thing in the world. It has an undefinable amount of worth, which is always going to stay fixed. Let's hear about what the whole crew has to say about that. So last week we were with Joshua Downs and he was talking to us about pretty much self-worth and everything. And he told us um, worth plus power equals safe. So what do you guys think that means? What are your opinions and thoughts? If you have power and worth in any given situation, then you feel safe, safer than you would if you didn't. For me, um, I feel like people are going to overlook the worth part, which should be the part that's looked at the most in that. Um, how you see yourself, how you feel about yourself, um, what you think you are, and then your power, what you can do and how you're gonna do it is, there's a reason it's second and there's a reason that it's worth then power. Cause if you can't, if you don't know who you are and if you can't see yourself in the way that is a positive way, um, you can't really hold power to feel safe. When we are in high school and stuff, and you see like people who are on top sometimes, they're not always the nicest people. And that can be confusing because you think that those people know who they are, but they really don't. And it's the people who are just confident enough, but they're not cocky, and they're nice to everybody, that have their own self-worth. And then, and that way, they have power because they end up lifting people up with them instead of bringing them down. And once you like, I feel like once you get out of like uh, environment and school and stuff, and there's like people going at day-to-day lives and stuff and you have more power like to control yourself, people are gonna not wanna be around those people who are meaner and because they wanna be able to like surround themselves with good people. So like if you can find um, power in being like knowing who you are and just like trying to be nice and like lift people up, it can like on, in the long run, it will get you more places. Um, something that Joshua said that was really important to me is he said a gold medal is a wonderful thing but if you're not enough without it you'll never be enough with it so thank you cool <laughs> Um. so what do you guys think about that quote how does it make you feel I feel I think what it's trying to say is that if you base your life on this one like trophy or item that you're like want to get or like even praise and you get it, then you're still gonna like want more. For me, I take that personally with like grades. I shouldn't let like straight A's dictate who I am because just because you're not getting straight A's doesn't mean that you're a bad like bad person because you can be a good person. Get a B, a B's great. Like a B's passing. So as long as you're doing your best, that's okay. Yeah. Tell me, I'm not even kidding. The second that she reread the quote, I thought exactly about grades. The second she reread it, and the fact that you said it is so funny. You of all people. <laughs> yeah, it's because I've been struggling with it. Cause I know. It's been hard these past two terms. High schoolers understand. 
I know, but definitely. yeah, that's kind of why I said it because I've been kind of bringing myself down about it. Yeah, when I shouldn't be. And it's like even for me, and I'm in seventh grade, and like seventh and eighth grade, like no colleges or anything look at seventh or eighth grade. Like we all know that. But even now, like if I have like anything lower than a B, I'm like I have to fix it. I have to fix it, or else I'm like super stressed out all the time. And like sometimes you need to like take a minute to think about how. You need, if you stop thinking of grades that way, it's like, when you think of them that way, it's like a cage, almost. Mm. And if you stop thinking of them like that, it's literally like the key just to get out. And then you're way more calm, you have like a better attitude about everything, and you're just like a better pers- person in general. I had a couple of years where I played football, and our team was really, really good. And we ended up winning the championship, and we were kind of underdogs. And I had like a, I don't know, I had like a just weight always on my back because I just felt like I had to be the best, the best, the best, the best, the best and just try to be so perfect when I'm playing sports and stuff. And then my coach like sat down and he talked to me and he was like, Quinn, I've had teams that have won. I've had teams that have lost. And he's like in his 80s and like he was a really good influence to me. And he was like, in the grand scheme of things, it does not matter if you don't know who you are because then why are you playing the sport? And I like was like, I couldn't answer that question. And he was like, if you're not playing the sport for a reason and you don't know why you want to play it, then why are you doing it? Why aren't you at home? Why aren't you with friends? You should always do something with the purpose. And if you don't know who you are, it's kind of hard to do stuff with the purpose because it's like, mm-hmm. why, why am I doing this? And you like kind of sometimes just have to step back and realize if it's not something you like love and it's like making you feel worse about yourself then it's probably something you shouldn't do because it's not worth it Mm. it's important to know that you are valid like no matter what and it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks um there's a quote by rupaul um and he at the end of every episode of rupaul's drag race he goes how are you gonna love somebody else if you can't if you don't love yourself and i i don't just apply that to like relationships but I apply that to kind of just everything which makes me go back to like the equation of worth plus power equals safety like there's a reason why worth is first there's a reason why we have to look for ourselves before we can hold power before we can truly commit to something and um he the guy that came and talked to us about identity he said that we shouldn't let our worth be defined by materialistic things, by just common things. We should identify our worth with something that actually truly matters. For me, what I said to him is, my worth is based on the fact that I am enough and that I try. At the end of the day, it's important to know your worth. You make all the decisions and you are enough and we all love you. The part of our episode where we have two things compete against each other, head to head. Hey, Annalise, um, what are you doing? I've become one with the duck goats. Uh, what? Oh, that reminds me. Our verses today is pretty random. Yep, it's would you rather be a duck or a goat? Remind me again, why is it that? Oh, uh, it's because I had nothing better to do, so I just put duck and goat on the identity verses. Okay, well, the results are in. Ooh, okay, drum roll please for this really random question. 
100% chose duck. Yep, Cash and I also chose duck. I think duck won because you can fly and you can poop on people's heads if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> you can poop on people's heads. One of our casts said that they would like to be a duck because you can be fed bread. And if you were a goat, you could you would literally eat everything and you'd get stomach aches and that would be bad. What would you choose, listeners? Duck or goats? Choose duck! Actually, no, don't listen to me. Pick whatever you choose. Well, thanks for coming to this day's verses. Bye! Hi, this is Alex, and I'm here to discuss the complex topic of identity. Your identity isn't just a few words that define your entire personality. Identity is influenced by a variety of factors, such as the outside world, for good or for bad, mainly by people whose opinions you respect, past experiences, and your culture, among many others. The more we understand ourselves and our values, the more durable our identity is and the more authentic we are. But what does it mean to be authentic? If we behave one way one day and differently the next, are we not being authentic? Or are we just in a different mood? Identity is really just the values and things we believe in, which can change over time. Being true to those values is living our identity and being authentic. Being authentic is important to finding your voice because you want your voice to be you. To be authentic is to be yourself and true to your values. Sometimes it can be hard to be authentic when other people around you have differing opinions and values. It is crucial to keep in mind that your values and therefore your identity will change over time, and so will the values of the people around you. You always have an identity, but it will keep growing and changing with time. The more you learn about and grow your identity when you are young, the better you can be true to yourself. How as young people do we figure out what our values are? Exploring issues and asking yourself what you think. Engaging the world and figuring out what influences you is a good place to start. In conclusion, figuring out what our values are helps us to form our identity. And staying true to our identity is authenticity. No matter how old you get, you're still trying to find pieces of yourself. And no matter how long that will take or how old you get, it doesn't matter. We're all still trying to figure it out. And finding your voice helps kind of put the puzzle pieces together. It can't complete the whole puzzle, but it does help a lot. It's, it's pretty interesting with identity and just kind of like learning about yourself. The one thing that we all came down to and kind of could agree on was that worth is a big part of it and that no matter like any part of you, you still have that worth of a human life that is priceless. Understanding that a human worth is fixed and can't be changed not only helps me relate to myself, but also relate to other people. And that's the facts. Thanks for listening. Bye. Peace out. Finding Our Voice is a production of One Voice Children. Learn more at onevoicechildren.org.